Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osher Ginsberg. Thank you so much for being here. It is, I'm recording this on Thursday, but it is now Friday, September the 11th, 2020. Holy moly. Uh, If this is your first time here, I'm recording this podcast the day before. It goes out on the the podcast feed, which will be Friday, September 11th, 2020, and uh, you can find it wherever you find your podcasts. I'm actually live on Twitch right now. So if you want to join me, if you're listening to the podcast, you want to join me, twitch.tv slash Osher Ginsburg. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to everyone that reached out with the great feedback about the Sarah Wilson episode, which was on Monday. Uh, cracking, cracking show. If you do want to get in touch with me, super easy. Send Osher email at gmail.com. Uh, that's my email address. And uh, you can find me there. As you can see, I'm actually... I'm back in my house, or as you can hear, I'm, I'm back in my house. We managed to complete our quarantine in Victoria, and there was some very hard work that happened between the Department of Health and Human Services in Victoria and uh, New South Wales Health, and those guys worked really hard together to make sure that, you know, we did our quarantine correctly and we did all the right things and we satisfied everyone and everyone was very okay with the fact that we'd done our quarantine in Victoria and we were able to travel back to New South Wales. So I was able to get back to my family on the night of Father's Day. And it was actually pretty funny because I got home quite late, about nine o'clock-ish or so. And um, I I went in to say hello to Wolfgang, our, our little baby who's like just turned one. I missed his first birthday, right? So I hadn't seen him. And... I went into his room and he woke up when I went in the room and I, I put my hand on him like, there, there, Wolfie, but I might have just kind of, there, there, gave him a little, and he woke up, cried, oh, honey, I've got to pick him up now and I've got a chance to cuddle Wolfie when I came home, which was a pretty great cuddle. 
after five weeks away. Uh, yeah, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Anyway, I'm grateful to be here. It's been an interesting couple of days. Uh, we finished off shooting The Masked Singer and uh, we went and did a bunch of other TV stuff. And so I, I kind of got out of lockdown, got out of quarantine and, and just got straight back into it. I did put my bicycle back together, so I, I'm looking forward to riding again pretty soon. But it is it is September the 11th. And I, on this day, always remember September the 11th when I was in New York City on the day that it happened. And I was actually just talking about this just before. There was a, because it was Are You OK Day in Australia on the 10th. And there was a really interesting moment where I got back. We, we were trapped in America for quite a while a couple of weeks. It was weird and grim and strange and there was all kinds of wild stuff happening. And um, I got back to Australia and I was hosting Channel V at the time, which is a now defunct music television channel. And so every afternoon at four o'clock, I'm on the telly going, oh, here's a Christina Aguilera song. It's Blink-182 or whatever was happening in 2001. But when I wasn't on telly, you know, I was able to lift for that. But when I wasn't on telly, I would just sit there and stare at the wall, a blank space on the wall of my cubicle. I had pictures everywhere and I had a monitor and everything, but I just sat there and I stared at this blank space because I couldn't look at anyone. I couldn't read anything. I couldn't read an email. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything, man. I was like that for a couple of days, about three days in, I think. And my boss came walking by one day and she goes, Jackie, she goes, are you all right? I looked up at her I was able to finally look someone in the eye and go, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. And she gave me the number and we, she would like to talk to someone. I said, yeah, yeah, I would. And we talked about, you know, finding a psych for me to go and see. And I went and spoke to a psych and eventually he diagnosed me with PTSD. And, you know, that kind of was an interesting time in my life but that's what I always remember you know I was with two you know really incredible guys Michael Jackson the cameraman and Ben Richardson my producer who really pulled me through on that day and it was uh it was really interesting if you're just joining us on Twitch hi I'm recording tomorrow's podcast so that's why I'm talking about it as if today so there you go but I thought I'd record tomorrow's podcast today so you could see what it looks like to record a podcast Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. <sighs> 
thanks to everybody that did ask me questions on Instagram. I've got a bunch of questions through on the Instagram. I appreciate that. If you do jump on Twitch, there is a Discord on Twitch, and that's another way to keep in touch with me if you want to jump on there. Some questions came in from Kel, wanted to know, is there anything that I learned about myself while being in lockdown recently? Yeah, there really is a lot to be learned in that time that I was in lockdown. For one, and I've got to say this, there is, for me, exercise was so vitally important in managing my mental health. Absolutely, 100%. I was on the bike. I think it was the day after we got our day one results. So we were clear from the day one test of being in quarantine. And I think it was day three or something. My boss called me and said, man, we've got two more weeks. We're going to have to do two more weeks. I'd already missed Wolfgang's first birthday. And I was just all anxiety just rushed through my body. Um, But I'm on the bike and I'm like, all right, man, let's do this. And so I put the Viking medal on. I was only going to ride, you know, 50 Ks or something, but I smashed, I smashed, smashed 50 miles. And I just pushed all that energy down into the pedals. I, all that anxiety, I channeled it down through my body and it allowed that energy to get out of my body. And so by the time I was off the bike, absolutely stuffed, like two hours later, all I was left with was the situation and a situation can be managed. But when I was being crushed by the emotions and things, like it suddenly becomes unmanageable and and all too much. But when I did all that work, that exercise to help get those feelings out of my body, it allowed me to then assess it and go, oh yeah, this is cool. Okay, so now I'm just going to have to deal with this and that's fine. And it was really, really powerful. So Kel, uh, that's what I'd say to you. And and since then, uh, every day, I rode every day or I trained every day. And that really, really, really helped. And I would say that every day I try to exercise to make sure I give my body the gift that it needs to shift mood states, all right? And that's really, really important. The dopamine, the serotonin, the norepinephrine, because you hear about dopamine. Dopamine's the, you know, when you take a drug, boom, dopamine. That's the serotonin, norepinephrine. That's the thing that helps you deal with adversity, all these hormones are inside your body. By exercising, you're able to unleash them. And so I give my body the gift. I give myself the gift of the hormones I need to shift mood states throughout the day through exercise. So that's one thing I really learned from being in lockdown. So thanks for that question. Another question came in here from Theo. Oh, this is a good one. When I delivered the COVID news on Bachelor, I was smiling. Was that hiding anxiety? It's a really good question. Not many people get a chance to see that. That's my frightened, smiling face. It has got me into a lot of trouble in relationships in the past. But uh, yeah, you absolutely saw it, Theo. When I'm afraid or when I'm confronted, I will smile. And so I can be in a really intense argument with my wife and she's like, what the fuck are you smiling for? I'm like, it just, that's just the way it sits. I have this horrible smile that sits on my face when I am really quite nervous or really quite afraid. And yeah, y'all got to see it. <laughs> it was real as anything that night. It was real as anything. It was, uh, it was super interesting. Now, uh, let's get some questions here. I'm just taking questions from Instagram today, guys. So um, if you do want to follow along, I'm there. Critty asked me, how was I coping being away from my family? It was really tough being away from my family. I was away for five weeks. I was in Victoria, which is in extraordinary lockdown. If you're watching from elsewhere in the world, or if you're listening around the world, Victoria is in four 
stage four lockdown and you really can't go anywhere or do anything. It was just really, really hard. So I, I was away. I, I was able to, I just had a bit of a routine about things. You know, I would generally be on the FaceTime with um, my wife and kids in the mornings as, you know, G was going to school and Wolfie was getting up. Anytime Wolfie was in the chair, the high chair for a feed, would get on a laptop and I'd just kind of be there and then be there from, you know, feed time and I'd go and we'd do bath time and then I get a bit distracting on the FaceTime when it's kind of time to bed so then I would say goodnight. But yeah, that was really important. Exercise was really important and making sure I fed myself really well was really important. Um, when I travel, I take all my food with me and all my uh, groceries. Uh, my kitchen basically comes with my pressure cooker. Everything comes with me because I'm celiac and I, I can't trust that the food, that the implements in the rental will be clean. So anyway, so that's what I was doing. Uh, someone asked me, what was I most looking forward to upon my return to Sydney? Listening to the birds. We were in a place in Melbourne called the Docklands, which is kind of like Darling Harbour, which is not great, but Darling Harbour with no water or restaurants. It was just buildings. There was no trees. Was n- there was one tree that I could look at. It was on the sixth floor of an office across from me. And so I would look at that one tree. There was a sparrow that came to visit me and a Australian crested dove that came to visit me twice. And so I, just before this afternoon, I, I sat on in the front of my house and I listened to the birds the magpies and the kairawongs and the rainbow lorikeets and the, the cockatoos and oh, looking, looking at the trees. It was extraordinary. Like having not been an experience of nature, to have that biophilia fill my body again was just the best, was the best. Nuka Cole is asking, how have I found the reaction to my book? For you, it's been changing, life-changing and affirming. Well, thank you very much. I'm really grateful that a lot of people read my book. There's a second edition out. My wife has a chapter in it where she writes about what it's like to live with someone who lives with a mental illness. Uh, biophilia, yes, that's the word. And it was, it was, you know, I'm really grateful that my story is able to, has helped people. Because if there's one thing I know is that I'm not a special snowflake and that I just have to deal with the same amount of symptoms and things that happen to other people as well. And by sharing my story, hopefully I can help other people understand that they're not alone. And that's what really helped me when I was not well. Claire Nixon's asking, number one tip to cope with the overwhelming anxieties of today. And love the podcast. Thanks, Claire. I'd say the number one thing is to, we talked about it the other day, but it's just a version of accept the things you cannot change, have the courage to change the things you can and know that, have the wisdom to know the difference. Like, what is it that you cannot change? All right. Trying to yourself change what COVID-19 is doing to our country or the world is like trying to hold back the high tide with a garden rake. Useless. And it's just going to make you tired, annoyed, get blisters, be terrible. All you can do is control what you can control and start with yourself. You can control how much you sleep. You can control what and how much you eat. You can control how much you move your body. You can control how you are to other people and you can control how you see the world. You can choose to see something as terrible or something as awful. It's a blink of an eye. You can see the world through the eyes of fear or the eyes of love. And you can train your brain to see things in a more positive light. Like imagine like when, when Wolfgang, it's been a long time since Georgia was a baby, so we don't have a pram in the house. So when Wolfie was getting born, we're like, oh, we're going to need a pram. Suddenly, all I see is prams, right? Those prams have been there the whole time. But suddenly my brain is looking out. Australian Crested Dove, can you hear it? 
Suddenly, those prams are everywhere. Similarly, you can train your brain to look for the positives in the world, right? Uh, Hugh Van Quillenberg talks about a, a technique where every night you just tell someone else about three things that went really well for you today and what are you looking forward to tomorrow. And soon enough, you start to train your brain to look for the things that are going well because we choose how to see everything, you know? We choose that person's cut off in front of us because they hate us or that person's cut off in front of us because they're on the way to the hospital because their husband is sick. We choose how we choose to see it. And it's within our power to perceive the world and create that reality. I'll do about five more minutes, guys, and then I've got to go and hang with the baby. So maybe maybe two more questions. Ava's asking, do I think I would ever stop hosting The Bachelor? Hell no. I have a mortgage and school fees. <laughs> do this job until it stops. Uh, what's my favorite part about filming The Bachelor? My favorite part about filming The Bachelor would be um, seeing mm, people who are otherwise beautiful and successful and brilliant and good at what they do realize that the reason they're single has to do with something that they've, the way they have been behaving or, or acting or something, that the key to them finding a deeper meaningful relationship isn't finding another person, it's finding themselves and watching them unlock that. It's glorious. It's a beautiful thing to see, and I'm really grateful, particularly when the men do it, you know, because I, I am able to kind of see the nuances of men's micro-communications and that a lot more than women because I only grew up around men, and it's particularly beautiful when I see a man do it and really kind of take control over their decisions about how they are in the world. It's great. I'll take a question from Twitch. All right, you're all in the chat room right now. Someone's asking about Dad Pod. Dad Pod's coming back. That pod's coming back in about a week and a half or so. So we'll we'll sort that out. Any questions from Twitch? I'll get back on here. What was my first show? That was my that's the next question from Instagram here. Uh, my first show, as in TV show. The first time I was ever on television was in 1980. And the former lead singer of Skyhooks had an afternoon kids TV show called Shirl's Neighbourhood. And they came to film at a place where my family was holidaying in Queensland. And they got all the kids who were there to come and be a part of it. And it was just back in the day when TV shows had some massive kind of, almost like a masked singer costume, right? But way more budget. You know, it was a big furry animal. I think it was a bilby or something. And they had a pianola in there and I think this bilby or something was playing the pianola and all the kids had to clap along anyway they told us when it would be on and back then I had no idea it was like six months all right before this thing was on and the camera panned around and there I was little five-year-old me or six I think and that was the first time I was on TV 1980 there you go Thanks, everybody, for joining me today. I'm going to chuff off. If you want to tell other people about the podcast, that's really helpful. Really appreciate it. You can find this podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Um, let other people know. That uh, really helps the show. If you want to come and find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Osher Ginsberg. It's really easy, G-U-N-S-B-E-R-G. That's where I am. And there's Discord on Twitch if you want to figure that out and you want to kind of keep in touch. I'll be, I'll be back on 
on the bike, hopefully, and we can do some more uh, bike riding in a couple of days. But at this point, it's recalibrating and getting to see my family again. But I, I did want to pop in here. Thank you so much uh, for all the support uh, while I was away. It's really lovely to be home. Really appreciate it. If you need anything at all, send us your email at gmail.com is where you can find me. And uh, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you find your podcast. And you can follow and subscribe to Twitch on twitch.tv slash Ginsberg. Thanks, everybody, for joining me live. It's really great to see you all. Who's followed today? L Dizzle, thank you. Michelle, uh, Mistrick, Fatal Knight, thanks for following. Cynix, What's a Matter Matter? Will, thanks for following. Cludol, Kaya, Yena, Tigs, thanks heaps for following everyone. Bloody ripper, really appreciate it. I've got a jet on Monday. Josh Zepps is going to be on the podcast, and that's going to be ace. He's great. And we have an uncomfortable conversation about his new podcast, Uncomfortable Conversations. It's going to be a killer. So until I see you Monday, thanks heaps for being here. Thank you, Andy Ma, my audio producer, for cutting this up. And thank you very much for Rachel Barrett, my show producer, for making sure everything happens. Thanks for joining me for making the podcast. Until we see you on Monday, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.